everybody. Welcome to another episode of Getting Doug with Hi. Today, very exciting, as you saw in the opening in space, we have two guests, and uh, this is the first time this has happened to us. Uh, one of those two guests is not here, but let's not dwell on that. It's live. Let's just stick with the fact that Kelly Carlin is here. Let's give it up for the five or six people. Yeah. And uh, Paul Provenza will join us when, when he can get here. Our good friends at Uber are not our good friends today. They're not Uber fast. <laughs> <laughs> They're Uber lost is what they are. They are Uber lost yeah. right now. Yes, we they took are. the Uber wrong way. <laughs> To get here, and uh, so we've been getting calls, updates. He is on his way. Yes, and we're practically trying. And the I believe 10 we're freeway in. is nearby. Yes. It's not, that freeway is not too far away. We're just not sure exactly where he is on it or why. Why is he on the 10? He got on it. Yeah, yes. that's bad, especially yeah. uh, this time of day it here stinks. in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's my, I love Uber generally, but when I get in and the person starts typing the address into the GPS, I'm like, what, what part of the job? <laughs> like, like you're driving around LA every goddamn day. You think you'd kind of get used to where things are. No, because these learn. machines have made us stupider. Well, They've yeah, not, I mean, nobody yeah. knows anybody's phone numbers anymore. No. I know mine and my mother's. That's I know the only nothing. phone numbers I know. <laughs> anymore. I just Google everything. Well, it's, I didn't, you know, this isn't going to be a round table of complaints about Uber no. and society in general. No, now we don't know not. anything anymore. Uh, what this is going to be is us getting ready to smoke with, dare I say it, George Carlin's <laughs> daughter. Like, it must be an honor for anyone to smoke with you. I guess. Right? I mean, well, isn't that, ex- isn't I that excite Cheech, people? I think Cheech and Chong would be well, the real get. Well, that's a big one. That would be the real get. That's a big but one. But yes, of course, it is. Uh, it fits up in that, you know, uh, the Mount Olympus of stoner people. People. Yeah. I, Certainly. So, um, what does, <laughs> and we'll get into it more uh, as we go on, but mm-hmm. for starters, what kind of marijuana do you generally prefer to smoke? Do you I, have a preference? I'm a sativa girl. Yeah, right. Uh, I like the perky, fun, giggly up pot, I right. call it. Yes. And uh, and I'm a lightweight, so I'll oh, be perfect. there'll be there'll be lots of comments below talking about, you know, how she only took a half a hit and how fucking stoned she is now, but uh no, I'm I'm a total lightweight. But I'm 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 here and excited to uh Smoke some weed. Give it a go. Yes, yes. Let's make it happen. Okay. Um, My alarm goes off every day at 419. Yes. As the viewers of the show know. And uh, I'm going to plug it in. Now, my uncle, my uncle Pat, who's my dad's brother, Patrick Carlin, he has a show in Woodstock called 420, and he does a little update on the local Woodstock radio show every day at 420. At 420? And he is, he is a... A partaker of the green. He, of course. He wakes, he, he wakes and bakes. He's a wake and bake uh, mm-hmm. man in his 80s. Whoa. Yeah. And, he, and he's great. And he, you know. He, and is, but the report is just about things in general or is it all weed related? No, no, no. It's about things in general. Kind of his take on the world. And he and my dad were very close and spoke on the phone almost every day. So you can imagine my dad's take is very influenced by his older brother Patrick's take. So Patrick's not as organized. There it is, 419. We have a minute. Not, <laughs> n- not as disciplined as my dad in the writing, but uh, his ideas were just as, um, and still are, 
Uh, far out, as they say. Well, I always love the story <laughs> when, you know, that great interview that uh, John Stewart did with your dad. Yes. Uh, where uh, John Stewart asked George Carlin, you know, do you, do you come up with all your material when you're high? And he said that he writes his material not high, then gets high. And then does some punch up. He calls Goes it punch up time. Punch up time. Yeah, and the way he says it is <laughs> such great. glee. Punch such up. Delight. It's punch up time. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think that's a great system. I don't have the discipline myself to write a bunch of stuff not high and then get high and then do the punch up. <laughs> right. So it's all high everything I write. But uh, you know, it's still. It was neat to hear him say that on TV because that was how many years ago now. That, that was, he did that Daily Show interview? That was 97. That, yeah. That interview was so, from 97 Aspen. So seven yeah. years ago? Yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> here, here we are. Did you, do you think your dad thought it was going to be legalized everywhere eventually? You know, I think he probably did. I mean, I you know, I think he always thought that if people really logically thought about it and really talked about it in a rational, scientific way, yes, that it should be legalized. Yeah. Because obviously it's... It should not be, what is it, a Schedule 1 drug or whatever? It's, schedule 1 narcotic? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yes. Well, let's take our first hits during the 420 minute. Um, is there anything particularly you like to smoke out, uh, preferably? I'm, I'm just, I need like a little pipe or something. If I do one? that, I would This is a new one I, I brought in from home. Thank God you have a, a, like. you know, a medical person on, on staff here. If, if I yeah, did we that, have a I medic would, um, that's ready uh, to probably just laugh at you if, if you fall out of your Great. chair or I something. I was saying that a few weeks ago I did smoke something a little too strong and started to have a panic attack. So I was hoping maybe I could be the first person to have a panic attack on your show and that could then... You know, <laughs> be my claim to fame <laughs> in some horrible way, or you know, being your claim to fame to be a, be a guest on the show where somebody was lost on Uber for the entire. Well, that that is clearly now going to be the for the entire show. Well, I think he's going to make it. I think oh, there's a chance it. he'll be here by five. Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll come in and just take a hit and. Um... It'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. And yeah. so what is this we're partaking Well, let me in? tell you about it. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Of course. This is called Candy Jack. Ooh. And uh, according to our pals over at uh, Leafly.com, Candy Jack was the second place sativa winner at the first ever High Times Cannabis Cup in the U.S., which I believe was the first one. Wow. I wonder what the criteria is. In the U.S. must have been that. in Denver, right? I guess. I don't know. The High Times people, they could do it anywhere they wanted, probably. They kind of do. Like, I don't go they? to the High Times Doobie Awards every year, <laughs> and uh, they hold it in a city I won't name in Texas. Uh, and, uh, ooh, that state, and, really? And it's illegal there. Yeah, yeah it sure it's is. more than illegal. Um, Platinum OG would be the indica if we were smoking it today. Yeah. But we're not. But Leafly, Maybe Paul will have some of that. Maybe. Uh, I don't like the indica. Someone taught me that indica means in the couch. And that's how <laughs> that's I a good way to remember it. Yeah, that it puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me too, and and most people. But every once in a while, you'll meet somebody who's like, "I like an indica because it keeps me up." And it's like, "All right, ADD." It's yeah, it's the ADD people. right? Yeah, it's, it's got to be. <laughs> they're just up anyway. <laughs> Those medicines. <laughs> the indica is not strong enough. No, no, no. Elephant. They need elephant tranquilizer. The platinum OG is uh, indica dominant hybrid, uh, and it. Uh, asserts itself as one of the heaviest strains around. I so like that it asserts itself. Yeah, I didn't know some inanimate object could get, assert itself. Get your hands off of me, marijuana. <laughs> you, you pushy indica asserting <laughs> no, yourself into my... No, it just has my, high, high self-esteem. Into that's my all. brain. Just, yeah. It feels good about itself. 
Well, let's get into your high history, and then maybe when Paul gets here, we can ask him about it. He's got his. an interesting one. <laughs> he does. Yes. Do you want to tell us his? Nope. Do you want to trade high history? No. <laughs> no, mine's pretty good. Does he know how you got started smoking? I don't know if he... He knows, he knows almost everything about me because he uh, directs my one-woman show, so I've told him every life story I have about... Which is going back out on tour soon. Hopefully, yes. Okay. It will be sometime this year, but okay. yes. Uh, but my high history started uh, when I was... I think around 14, and uh, my dad had this little uh, jar of roaches that he, he was a rolling paper guy, and he had roaches, and he'd have, uh, he'd keep all like half joints and smaller, you know, in this jar, and I remember being 14, and my best friend Vicky and I decided one day to go in there, and we stole a roach, and that was the beginning of the end of dad's roach stash because every day Cause that's where you would go, go you'd hit and, up the roach and coach. that's how he figured out i was smoking weed because his little roach stash sure. was disappearing yeah 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 so uh yeah, my parents never had any so i didn't i didn't ever get to steal any from them but uh that's pretty sweet have you ever smoked with your parents Mm-mm. no 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 finally smoked with my brother recently we never did until just recently because uh I didn't even know he ever smoked. Really? So, yeah, and and I was hanging out with some people, and like, we're going to smoke. I was like, brother, I'm going to smoke with these guys. And he's like, I'll smoke too. And I was like, what? Is he really straight or have no, a straight job? No, I mean, I just thought he drank, you know, beers and watched football, you know. But apparently there's some weed smoking in there too. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, who doesn't really? That's the thing, you know, but everybody's so yeah. quiet about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I smoked it throughout high school. I think I... I pretty much waked and baked every day in high school. I, I don't even I don't remember high school because of that. But um, and then in my twenties, somewhere I quit. And then it wasn't until I started hanging out with Paul Provenza and Rick Overton about four years ago, and suddenly pot was like in my life again, and everyone was smoking it. And I'm like, what's going on? And the whole medical marijuana and. So now I'm, you know, I'm the one. Now you dabble. I do. I dabble. I'm a dabbler. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you know, hitting it for the purpose of this show. Of course. Uh, we what we try to do is just smoke continuously for the whole forty minutes. I, I've seen some but, of your uh, shows. Yeah, some people actually do that. Some people. <laughs> like some you. people do. We did a live one from Largo uh, this past Monday that people can. Uh, it's on my page, you know, uh, YouTube slash Doug Benson and. Um, we had five people on stage, and a couple of them are pretty regular smokers, uh. and a couple of them don't smoke too much, and one guy barely smokes at all. Right. And they all got way too high. <laughs> they all freaked out. <laughs> and, uh, were, you know, I think that having an audience there, and one of them, Harris Whittle, said, having an audience there when you feel like you're too high yeah, is as, as bad you. as it gets. Yes. Did George ever perform high? Oh, are you kidding? Uh, if you listen to or see <laughs> him from like 1970 to oh somewhere in the mid 80s, uh, yeah, pretty much high every time. Yeah, and I could tell. Uh, there's like you can hear his cotton mouth like on some of the albums that he did. Um, and the first uh, Saturday Night Live, he, he you know he hosted the first mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. When you when you you must watch it again. And when you're watching it, he's really really coked out. Oh God! And and I and he smoked some weed too, probably. But you can I, you can just see his jaw going, and 
And as the daughter of people who took a lot of chemicals, I'd be like, oh, okay, he's done coke and he's done weed. And, you know, he could figure out what Well, that's the on. reason people give for not doing this show is their children. Oh, well, that's fair. We've gotten that answer from a few people. That's, that's I, my kids fair. might see it. You yeah, know. that I'm is. Like, okay. Yeah, that's true. That, that's that's understandable. You know, it's still not... It's not alcohol. It's Their not. child is going to try it someday anyway. Yeah. And then proceed accordingly. Yeah. I, you know, I, either continue doing it or stop. <laughs> and I always think about those people that have to have that conversation with their kid. You know, they were like total stoners in high school and then they want to create some other boundaries for their kids. Right. It's like, how do you do that? I know. That? Well, I'm not going to have kids, but if I did, I'd just be like, hey, daddy made it work. <laughs> daddy <laughs> didn't go to college. <laughs> he did okay. But, you know, that's... Uh, We're changing the rules for you, though. Yeah, yeah, for you, I really want you to fucking study. Because that, you know... There's no sure things, you know? I, like, there, I went through a period of time where I was telling people, fuck college. But now I'm thinking, fuck college if you're special. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you're already if you're getting special, paid to do what you want to do... Yeah, then... Then go yeah. ahead and skip college. You don't need college. You no, know, and no. try to get paid at what you want to do before... Yeah. You don't have to go through all of college... But but it's a good, to, it's a good time uh, space filler for right. those years when you're figuring stuff out. Go to college and... Sure. Give yourself some time to figure something yeah. out. Yeah, sitting on the couch is no good. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not going to work. Yeah. No. For all the people who are sitting on the couch right now watching us. I... <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll flip through when there's a law show, you know, Judge Brown or, uh, you know, Cheaters or, you know, the kind of garbage, Maury, garbage daytime TV. I just don't like any of those shows. So, but I keep, I keep every once in a while, I just miss the commercials during those (laughs) because it's all for these second-rate weirdo colleges. Oh. And, and there's one where this black guy's just yelling at you about being on the couch and how you should go to this, you know, one school and learn to trade. And he really gets in your shit about it, treats you like you're a total asshole. And I just sit there and laugh at all that stuff because I'm like, these poor people, it's, you know, it's bad enough they're out of work and, and they're that, just sitting at home with nothing to do but watch TV. <laughs> the they're, they're only them. solace. They're only joy. <laughs> And my only joy is we'll wait because the arrival of uh, of Paul Provenza. I feel so bad because he's he's a pro. Yeah, he, he has nothing to do with the him. Uber that, got that Uber he's lost. Late. <laughs> do you think Uber will? If we just keep talking about this shit service today, that they'll give us some free rides or yeah we asked them to be a sponsor of the show and they weren't having that no you're yeah. too dangerous you're still in there he is Let's there he is <laughs> get in here Hi, Kelly Carly. we're gonna do it that way yeah, we're, we're hugging we're hugging we're gonna stand up we're at the hugging come part here of the sweet show. cheeks how, hey, how are you nice to see you nice to see you too i, I am i'm so excited i don't excited. know why you needed uber you could have rode over on your motorcycle i am i i <laughs> can't because Fonzie <laughs> took it and I haven't seen it since. But um, I'm so excited that I'm not late because of me. You know, right? I was excited for you, actually. Here, I, Kelly was, knows. Yeah. I'm never on time for you. But here's the I'd thing be is, double upset if I was late because of somebody else. I I'd thought, be so mad. I thought the driver was high, but it turns out he's just French. Uh, I don't know how that works. but Same thing. Hi. Hi you want something? This is also fancy. We have all sorts of wonderful things here that he will... 
let you see and know. What is this, vodka? The abuse this set is taken, and he sits down and says, this is fancy. <laughs> this is going to be a different kind of show today. This is a, this we is brought a, love. Comedians tear into this set. We brought love. You guys are like, this is uh, comfortable this, in the basement. I, this is the dream I had last night. Right here. This, uh, I, d- you, pres- you prefer a sativa, yes? Uh, I, uh, wait a second. <laughs> the upri or the downy? Yeah, I think for the sake of uh, your show, we should go with the sativa. Okay, well, because you have I, to hit something right away. I know you have some critics. We've already smoked. You have some critics on Twitter who say you know nothing about Indicus. Oh. oh, interesting. Wow, there's some What do they think I don't know? I mean, they are heavier that. than sativas. We've, that's been established. I don't know. And they they assert themselves. Firmly, I think. They, they assert themselves. Yeah, this, this, yeah sativa doesn't <laughs> assert itself. It just says, hey, what's up? If it's you want to go for this ride. Yeah. <laughs> mm, this has lovely, this has a nice bouquet. <laughs> it's the Candy Jack. Yes, we're doing right the Candy Jack. Candy Jack. I know. It do you have a sponsor? Is there a weed sponsor? Is like a strain that sponsors? We you? know which strain. No, the strains we have to we have to pay for on our own. But we know what uh, what's going on with the strains because of Leafly.com. Oh yeah, I got that app. Is a uh, sponsor on the show. The best thing about Leafly is the reviews. I mean, they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should get into that. Maybe yeah. we should read a couple like of the funnier uh, reviews. You know, Leafly probably There's won't a, mind if we. Sp- help sell it as a comedy site. There's a hilarious... I I think the strain was something like um, uh, something something thunderfuck. (laughs) And... uh and one great name. And the comments are like critiquing it about how strong it is and, and you know, in both positive and negative ways and everything. And somebody just wrote in, it's called Thunderfuck. <laughs> what do you what, what do you expect? I thought that was uh, appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Thunderfuck is a pretty intense name. Alaskan maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It might have been Alaskan. That would that would make sense. <clears throat> well, this is uh This nice? Yeah, this is nice. I know. This, this, is, this nice. is a this is a TV show. We're 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 actually here to smoke pot. On purpose. On, on purpose. purpose. In on front of do you, know, do you know that we we actually uh, Kelly uh, was working on the green room. Uh, Your program series, that you did at Showtime, mm-hmm. and we had Very an episode where, um, thank you. Uh, wish we could have gotten That's you right. on it, but uh, hopefully we'll do it again somewhere somehow. But Listen, when my phone rings, it's you know I'm probably going to answer a banana. <laughs> But we, so we did an episode. To get on shows. <laughs> we did an episode with uh, Greg Proops, uh, Kathy Griffin. Um, who else was on yeah. that episode? Uh, well, where's uh, this going? Because Kathy Griffin doesn't smoke weed. Oh, correct. But, but Greg Proops <coughs> said, uh, "I would like to get high right now. Does anybody have anything?" And they were, a, a sea of people came sure. up. And uh, there was all kinds Most of, of them, had, like producers on your show, uh, friends no, in the audience, were and yes, producers. Well, you know, the audience <laughs> on the green room was actually people who hang out in green rooms. So there was right. more than enough. Yeah, is that crowd? Yeah, and um, uh, it was it was frankly hilarious what came forward. Uh, but so we all got high on camera, and I believe it was the first time that ever happened on on television. On a big yeah, uh, it ever yeah. After that, Kathy took a hit too. No, I shot Gunder. He shot Gunder. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Kathy. Like she's a complete prude about weed, but if it's being shot into <laughs> yes. her via someone else's mouth, yes. then she's down. She enjoyed yeah. it. You make it, it sexual, and she'll do it. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I'd like you to do some cocaine. No, off of my dick. <laughs> well, Douglas. All right, I'll do it at a rally. <laughs> uh, and with that, we have to go to our first commercial break. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is David Lance and I'm the president of Google. We own YouTube. 
Simply put, there are just too many videos on our website. That's why we're going to permanently delete all videos from YouTube and start fresh with Jash. So who is Jash? Jash. Hey, it's your friend Sarah Silverman. Okay, last night I was visited by Jesus Christ, like the Jesus Christ. Sarah. And he told me how he was really bummed by all these people who use my name for intolerance and oppression. And I was like, wow. And then he said, I want you to spread my message to the people. And I was like, me? No one's going to listen to me. And he was like, yeah, that's the test. Even if they think you're kidding, they'll hear it. And they'll make their own choice. And I was like, you know, maybe there are other ways to go about it that might kind of make more sense. We could get a couple legal paths and we could just kind of riff, sit around the kitchen table. Let's work on this. And he was just staring at me like, I'm Jesus fucking Christ. We're back. I wish you could have uh, seen what happened during that break. That was a fun, fun time. We learned about Paul Provenza's shirt. My Uncle Pat that I told you about earlier. Oh, you had already talked about Pat? Yes, because oh, we did 420, because my Uncle Pat does 420 things on Woodstock Radio. Right, right. This is my Uncle Pat's book, okay. Kian fucking Sabe. But it's kind of like the, his brain dropping. This is, you can see the Carlin. Kian fucking Sabe. Yeah. You can see the Carlin DNA between Pat and George for sure. The back of the shirt is, is uh, it's essentially... Hopelessness is not a bummer. And that speaks to me. It speaks to my heart, because I don't give a shit about anything anymore. Yeah, warms my heart. It doesn't. Yeah, it's so liberating. <laughs> it's, isn't oh, it? God. Fuck hope. It's not a bummer. Fuck hope and the horse it rode in on. Just comfortable with hopelessness is what you're saying. It is Just what it is. Ride it out. It yeah. is what it is. You may as well laugh about it. Have have some fun with it. Get know? high. Get high if that's if that's how you have fun. Who am I to judge? No, never. This is the silent part of the show, <laughs> where yeah, I, I I should go to ventriloquism school, <laughs> or your guest and should. learn how to I, any magician. The first magician or ventriloquist who does this will be king of all. Get Otto and George. It's, all you got to do is yeah, learn how to fucking if it was throw your voice George, while you're taking a monster. Otto hit. and George would do it with a crack pipe, though. I think <laughs> I tried to get a hold of Otto and George for for uh, the aristocrats, and uh, it took. Months and months and months because the rumor is that Otto sold his answering machine for crack money. Oh so I couldn't get all of them. <laughs> um, Aristocrats, we should say, for uh, anyone who hasn't seen it, is uh, a movie that Paul made, had the idea to do it, and did it. Pendulette and I. That's what we were talking about in the commercial. You said, how do you get this gig? I was like, I, ha- I had this idea, and, yeah, and now I'm go. doing it. There you go. And that's what the Aristocrats was. You and Pendulette are like, yeah. let's have a bunch of comics say their version of the Aristocrats joke. Right. It was a, pretty much nothing I do can be pitched. <laughs> There's no, there's no just way. Just do it. Just do it. So you just got to DIY it. that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But it is re- it's really hard to explain a vision, you know, what, whatever it is. I mean, this was pretty straightforward. I mean, getting high with Doug Benson kind of says it all. Yeah. I want to know whose cock you sucked to put up the money for this. There is a fella, <laughs> a nice fella, <laughs> named Daniel Kellison, who started this uh, video podcast network. Ah, in affiliation so with somebody with some yeah. deep ass pockets or some shit. <laughs> I mean, this is a pretty pricey set we're sitting on. <laughs> and uh, 
but yeah, they, uh, they they're just taking a chance on the idea of uh, you know uh, the internet, YouTube competing with uh, network television or or cable, and. You know, we get an average of 125,000, 150,000 people watch an episode of this show. And that's over a period of time because it just, once we do an episode, it just sits there and people can watch it from now on. Yeah. But it takes more than just the technology. I mean, obviously, somebody had the vision to say, you know what? This is the way a good portion of the world works. Let's (laughs) let's serve that audience. Well, Daniel's a cool cat. (laughs) Daniel's a good guy and a cool cat and was just like, wanted me to do something on the network. And I said, this is what I want to do. And this is how simple it was, and you can see how we didn't extrapolate on it further. (laughs) I said, I just want to sit down with, I just want to sit down with known people, celebrities, comedians. It's going to be mostly my comedian friends. I just want to sit and smoke pot on on TV live at 4:20 on a weekday afternoon. I wanted Monday at first because I thought that's a that's a really good way for people to start off their week. It's uh, 4.20 the first day of the week. Have you a nice, fun show. You're traveling, right? Well, I could have worked it out. Oh, okay. But we settled on Wednesday because they had a conflict on Mondays. Um, and, but Wednesday is really, it's, it's, it would be my second favorite choice for this because it is like, you it's know, it's a day where people are just like, right. fuck. People need people, help. People yeah. need so you know to know half that half hopelessness is not a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday. Wednesday's a Wednesday is hopelessness yeah. is not a bummer day. Because man, there's more. That's a horrible day of the week. This is beautiful. Yeah, that's a fun pipe. We could reload that and it's just like smoke out it. We call it the Willy Wonka. It's a sort of like the Willy you know, Wonka. I just picture in the, no, the detective trying to solve crimes with this thing. This yeah. is my favorite. This is like Canadian flag marijuana paper. Yeah. Do you roll joints? I do. Do you want to roll one for us? That'd be a fun activity I'm for you. So excited! I get to roll a joint. <laughs> while uh, I haven't rolled a joint since high school. While I think. Paul Provenza, while you do that, tell us your how'd you get started smoking pot? Your high history. It, very interesting story. <laughs> I smoked pot for the first time in my life at the age of thirty-eight. Hello. I grew up in the seventies. I was a comic on the road during the peak years of the boom in the 80s and 90s when they were actually offering to pay you, club owners were offering to pay you in cocaine rather than <laughs> cash your check. I mean, like, it was just wow. nonstop, and I had no interest in anything. So I didn't smoke pot until uh, until uh, I was 38. I'm 56 now. Do you know you- I've been in the same room with cocaine and been offered it maybe four times in my entire life? And you've never done it? And I've never said yes. And have you ever done coke? No, I've never done coke. But isn't it weird that I've never even been around it? Yes, that is is weird. You know, that's generational. 70s, 80s, 90s, and none of it. I was never around it. All my friends have always just been square on that. Drinkers and... Pot smokers. You're yeah. lucky. But it's a horrible drug. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Stay very, away from the cocaine. I'm very happy to have never, never done cocaine. Yeah, it doesn't really. I whole think, decade I mean, went away because of cocaine. For I, me, I mean, so. look, you know, Kelly will tell. Uh, Kelly knows me well enough to really get what this is about. But could you imagine me? Wanting to, oh yeah, that's what I want. Something going to make me more anxious. <laughs> Something make me grip my right. teeth a little more every once in a while. Maybe that's why you don't see a lot of comedians doing it because we were, Not we're amped up Not enough. In the eighties, you did fueled the entire comedy boom. Yeah, Judy yeah. Gold. Bobby Slate needed to talk faster. That's exactly right. The Do um, uh, you know the story about Bobby Slate? They got cut off of the Merv Griffin show because he was going too fast to come out clearly on the tape. 
Like, like his, <laughs> I couldn't catch his, him. His, it was like, it was like <laughs> electronically garbled. It was so fast. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Bobby Slayton was on Merv Griffin. I just have to put my head. Oh, I bet yeah. you was on a bunch that. of times because they had yeah, comics probably. on I almost did every day. I did a bunch wow. of times. It was a great show to do. Oh, it was a great show. You forget the times. That's Kids. what was on Google TV. <laughs> the Merv Griffin show was actually on TV. It was. I got to it see was. a taping of a Merv Griffin show, like you know, towards the very end, and. Uh, yeah, that's was, right. He was around when you started I, up. It was exciting. I, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and William Shatner were the guests. Wow. And they were both plugging, like, the shittiest movie. Like, they were both on a low end up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, it was big to me because I loved both of them, you know, but... Uh, what year? What year did he go to? Jesus, I don't know. He went to the it went late pretty 80s. long. Late it was oh, in that studio ladies, that was on Vine. That's right. That then that for a long time after that is where Jeopardy was for a long time. And then uh, Star Search and Nickelodeon. By the way, this is perhaps the most arcane showbiz conversation you could ever hear on any podcast. Where the Merv Griffin show taped and what came in and taped there. That's the fun of getting the guests high. You know, you just don't know what you're going to get. I've got a little beef about the podcast thing because I'm confused. It's on video. it's, It's like a TV show. What makes it the podcast part of it? Like, and so what you're is not the on. You're not on. Yeah, but with those TV people, you can get the guy that so runs this thing what high. Makes it a podcast? You can get him high, suck his dick, and all of a sudden it's on the air. That's the. Belie- I don't know where all this dick sucking is coming from. <laughs> I might might be like part of the whole cocaine thing, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think if you achieve anything... I'm so anything, awake, i got to suck a dick. It's not a good joint. I'm pretty I sure that if you achieve anything, somebody's dick got sucked. I love that... Uh, at some point, at some yes. Point, I love yeah. that joint regardless. It's really just bad it's joint. In that you paper. know what it looks like? Um, New Finland. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it, it looks, looks like. It looks like a candy, so, but it's yeah, probably no, after just, candy. So I put this in my coffee? Is this my... <laughs> yes, I need my stevia because yes. I want to I eat poison. That's kind of a great idea. How about rolling papers, like Tootsie Roll wrappers and Sweethearts wrappers? Oh, my God, that's a Great idea. That actually is kind of a good yeah. idea. Right? I'm telling you, the millions that have slipped through my fingers <laughs> from ideas when I was high that I didn't remember. Which end would you like? I don't know. It's bad. It's bad either way. <laughs> I think I this need, one's more of an entryway. I need a little thing to tap down. I didn't have enough of the right tools. I, I, I'm not hey, blaming but the Kel, tools. Kel, but Kel you, you, you refer to this in your one woman show. Uh, which is much better, much better than your one-man show, by the way. <laughs> yes, your one-woman you. show feels much more authentic. <laughs> but um, uh, you mentioned helping your dad make spice cake and stuff when you were just a little kid. I did. So, so like, yes. what's your experience you through... Were, you weren't here for that, but my... I, I don't know if I've told you this story, but my dad had a canister of roaches that he kept. Oh, yeah, you used in to his steal them. And that's how, that was how yeah. I started off, yeah. And then, oh, in high school, I didn't tell you... My high school uh, headmaster, we were all getting high. It was the late 70s, and he was upset about this. And so he had my dad come in at one point and say, we know Kelly's one of the kids who were hanging out with the other kids who were smoking. And my dad said, well, yes, I do know that because I'm buying her weed for her. (laughs) (laughs) And my poor headmaster, it was like one of those, you know, Hollywood private schools here in L.A. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, as long as she doesn't do it during the school day and at campus, I mean, it was like a bunch of backpedaling. <laughs> ah, the 70s. 
it's not. Yeah, but it's so funny. See, it's while already I was, bad. It's running. I'm just, I'm suddenly doing Richard Lewis. I'm doing Richard Lewis, doing the joint. Hey, here's a question. Was, now I hear about so many, I hear all the time that the pot today. <laughs> He's now interviewing. The pot today is so different from yes. the pot in the 70s. I yes. didn't do it in the 70s, but you've been across them both. So oh, what's yeah. The, what's the difference? It's way stronger. Is it just, as, just way how strong it is? stronger, yeah. We used to get like bags of Mexican, brown Mexican. Did you smoke weed when it was... <laughs> no. Oh, it was just, and it smelled like dirt and tasted like dirt, and you had to smoke half an ounce to get high. And nowadays, I take a couple of hits, and I'm gone for six hours. It's it's so, really amazing. But is it, is it more than just the, just the strength of the weed? Is it, it seems like there's some culture that's different around You can get a hit off that. Um, I'm just not looking easy, for an ashtray. Well, yeah, just tap it into that thing. I mean, certainly, I mean, just the cultures, the culture itself has changed, but... You know, but was smoking pot back then part of sort of the counterculture? Like, was it a political statement 100%. as opposed to now, where yes. it's far more than that? A hundred percent, absolutely. That's yeah, be really I, my good. dad had a poster that had all of the drug laws for every state. In the United States, and like what, how, like your fine and how long you would go to prison. I have that same thing with statutory rape. <laughs> you do, your dad would do the research, like before he no, goes places. It was like from a head shop, you know, the, the poster, they would sell all sorts of things. It's like know, the pipes poster. and everything. Because now when I travel, I kind of know, I, I get the lay of the land, I find state. out the rules. But this you know? is like 1972, 1973, and this is when sure. it was like, and I would I would look at this and I would, I knew my dad was doing coke and weed and was carrying and traveling, and I would think, Oh, he's going to Arkansas. This doesn't look good. <laughs> or Texas. Forget about it. You were like going away forever in Texas. You probably still are. Did he, but he didn't have like a tour bus with his name on the sign. No, 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 no. That no, always no. cracks me up that Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg get, keep getting pulled over. Yeah, shocking, huh? Like, why not just go in a bus that doesn't have your name on the side? My, I love the fact that Willie Nelson is the guy who would have beat good, up guys who looked like Willie Nelson in the 70s. Yes, totally. Very meta. <laughs> I've got to ask a Twitter question or something. Oh, please. I've got to do You're something do whatever you want. that seems like a, some sort of show is happening. Because <laughs> back to the pitch. The pitch was just, I want to get high with somebody mm-hmm. on camera live at 420. And he said, uh, you know, is there anything else we can help you with, you can add to it? And I was like, no, I don't, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. And that's been the whole thing is just, they go, okay. So no one Let's forced do you to do Twitter questions. I got the perfect companion. No, Twitter's my idea cuz I love I love Twitter, but I end up not getting to them most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I so think you, you should uh, you should follow this up with uh, a cooking show. I was thinking the same thing, edibles. That's genius. I know, I was thinking this too. I, I was getting like ready to be, come here. It is so great that Is it already happening? I have I have a food mind. show already. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast called Dining with Doug and Karen. And that's where me and my friend Karen Anderson, comedian, uh, we just have a chef prepare a bunch of stuff oh, for us, yeah. and we eat it. And then I we, want an edible show. I want to see you cooking. I want to see you <laughs> making stoner oh, wait. food. I have another idea for a show. We, we talked just... about. I've talked to people about that. Like, but I, I would be such a bad cook that. Uh, you know, pot food can taste bad enough as it is, you know, but then if you're a terrible cook, it can be quite awful. Well, so. I, I use the word cook rather liberally. Oh, okay. <laughs> Person who mixes things in Or just possibly. finds two things that go together in the closet. <laughs> that would be very stoner. At Seriously. Kelly underscore Carlin. This is from uh, at uh, C4NDY underscore. This is a catchy one. Yeah. K4NE. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good one. I bet you that wasn't taken. Um, I bet it's great in leet speak. <laughs> he or she wants to know, uh, are you upset that Doug did not have Dutch treat for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I tweeted That's... earlier. That's my favorite. So, uh, but it was probably too close to the show, but I, I, I'm a person When I saw this, I was just like, upset? She's upset about... No. And what's Dutch treat? Because that, that sounds it's like... It's a nice a, string. A you would like act. it. <laughs> well, it probably is. It's a lovely sativa. You I don't think like I've it. ever had that. It's Has anybody happy. heard of it, Gabe? Oh, it's, it's happy, it's giggly, pretty, fun stuff. It's pretty popular Gabe's never even farm. heard of it. Yeah, He's it's been pretty, smoking since he was three. I, most people I know have it come... I was like, bring the Dutch treat. So, yeah. No, I'm not upset. I, I haven't even thought about it since I've... Forgive I, me if we already established this, but did you smoke with your dad? A couple times, yeah. I taught him how to smoke out of what he called a water pipe. I'm like, Dad, it's a bong. It's called a bong. Wait, your dad didn't, didn't know, know what a bong, bong was? In, in, Dude, that was like a Farrelly Brothers script, right? That was flawless. He, this is the 70s, and we were into bongs. We were teenagers. We were into bongs. And I think they had just kind of become a thing. He was a joint roller since the 50s. I mean. But he was on every college campus in America with all the kids who got high. But he caught, he knew what it, he, I had to teach him, like, where the carb was and all of that. And oh, then, that is so adorable. And he called I'm it a so water impressed. pipe. It's super cute. And it was, it was, it is super cute. Yeah. Water pipe. <laughs> so I want to do That's my impression. I want to do a, a pot show, but it's edibles and we eat them. Oh, and like Kelly, that. Kelly, it's time for bed. <laughs> no, hey Kelly, did you ever notice? <laughs> I don't even know who that sounds like. I'm trying to think of who that sounds like. Kind of like a Muppet. It's one of the Muppets. There are seven words you can't say on television. <laughs> sounds like Brenda Vaccaro. <laughs> God, remember when she used to have those like Tampax commercials or something? Oh, it was unbearable. Awkward. She was awkward. really weird. She was kind of sexy, yeah, too. So was that she? was weird. Kind of. Kind of. She had her day. I mean, Love. she started out as a young, uh, you know, uh, ingenue Certainly. actress on Certainly. Quinn Martin Productions. <laughs> yes, lots of them. Barnaby Jones. And yeah. She was an old and Valerie Burton. McLeod. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're getting close to the end of Old Timers Week here on... (laughs) Hey, do you feel like an old timer? I don't, no. You don't? I didn't think you would. Uh, but um, uh, when did you start in stand-up? It's fun when having I meet you? it's fun having people knowing that we all know the same references because yeah. we've been around for a while. What's the question? But um, when did you start uh, doing stand-up? When did oh, I meet right you? out of the gate. Like as soon as I gave up on college because I went, I <laughs> fucked around well, and like went to two, went to junior college for two and a half years, <laughs> and then uh, just sort of went. What am I doing? I you know I want to. I already can do the things I want to do because I was already like writing for a newspaper. And, oh God, uh, no fun. And, uh, you know, writing, like, movie reviews and stuff. And, you know, I was already doing shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just well, move to L.A. Doing, you were already doing movie reviews? Like, you loved movies? Like, that thing was your That's always thing. been my thing, oh, yeah. interesting. Way before hey, pop was, was, was Comics Only your first TV appearance? Uh-uh. So what had you, Merv Griffin? You <laughs> did Merv Griffin before that? you missed it. <laughs> no, I'd done a few things before that. Um, you know, but... There was a lot of comedy TV around then. I probably I probably yeah, had a, a couple evening yeah. at the Improvs under my belt. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'd done right. some stuff, but it was it was pretty early on, and it was pretty crazy because it's funny piece of footage because uh, 
at the end, Judd Apatow runs out and pulls the whole couch over. Like, he was going to be in the next episode, and he was just hanging out, and he knew me and the other guy, Ron Darian. Right, right, so he right, ran right. over, and he grabbed me from behind, and the couch that we sat on right, together right, right. was like, you know, it, wasn't, it just flipped back. And so that was like the last moment of the show, was us getting uh, right. flipped over by Judd Apatow. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It would yeah. go, it would have gone viral if such a thing existed back then. <laughs> you know what? I just digitized it. Ooh. I literally just. But you digitized should it. take advantage of that clip because Judd Apatow looks like a beast. Just runs in and <laughs> tears everything up. What is this thing you brought? I kept forgetting to ask. No, it's from your fine people that do that. Oh, okay. I, I just here. whiz by the snack table because I don't want to. I don't want to eat a shit ton brownie, of snacks while I'm here. Healthy chocolate brownie something. Okay, but that's that's nice that you brought out some. I was saying earlier that you were the second guest to bring food out. For some reason, they haven't been bringing it. And you, I take you care You think of they always would? You would think. Who else? Would oh, is this I when you normally myself. time of day when you have this kind of thing? Yeah, and I knew that. You know, who you'd else? get hungry after you? Yeah. Who else was the genius who brought food? Uh, Ari Shafir. Oh, right, pockets right, yeah. full of candy. <laughs> I'm not that prepared. <laughs> I just borrowed. Something. Like most Jews, well, <laughs> he's got uh, pretty quick metabolism. <laughs> Very high metabolic rate. When the anti-Semites come along, you throw the candy the other direction and run. <laughs> no, they travel around schoolyards and sell it to children. Oh. Ba-boom. <clears throat> I wish I could have a cigarette right now. Yeah. Well, you can in uh, mere minutes because we're going to take one more break and then we're going to come back and uh, do a couple quick pieces of business and then it's then we're done. Business. Wow. Yeah, we got some business to oh, take care of. The focus. I was waiting. To, I was waiting for it to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's fast. This man. is it. It's yeah. over fast, especially when Uber fucks it up. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Jazz. We're back. Skipping. This is all the stuff you missed out oh. on tonight. This was fun, though. Uh, if you guys could show it up on the full screen, but also these guys. Uh, this is a billboard they took out, like across from the uh, um, nice. stadium where the uh, Super Bowl is going to be, I think. Or... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> where is it? Where'd they put it? Somebody yell it at me. MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. New Jersey, outside where the games will be played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. But they went and got those billboards outside that place probably aren't that uh, that pricey. So they went in and got all of them. (laughs) And uh, that's gonna that's gonna be it's. 
going to be someone's already doing a story on it. That's going to be talked about for sure. Arguments about that are going to be real interesting. Yep. Yeah, because uh, you know alcohol holds up the NFL. I mean, that's where all the money comes from, and um, and maybe Papa John's and uh, (laughs) you know. So how are they going to Nabisco? Yeah, how, how can they stay against marijuana and not look like the bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Because also, you know, <laughs> I, I drink when I'm high. Sure. It's not going to yeah. cut into, <laughs> into their territory. I'm not going to drink more or less Bud Light based on whether I'm high or not. <laughs> Maybe even also, more because you have cotton mouth. It, yeah. It really yeah. enhances their product. Yes, yeah, exactly. It does, exactly. completely. Good, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do the plugs really quick okay. so that uh, you guys get duly plugged. Paul's web series, Set List, Stand Up Without a Net. I've done Set List. It's crazy. Dude, when are you going to come and do it again? Because it, 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 it unnerves me in a way that I don't uh, Yeah, but you were hilarious. Like. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, it's at the Nerdist channel, uh, youtube.com slash Nerdist. Uh, you got to help me get Doug to do set list again. you got to right. help me get Doug. And in the UK, the set list, Stand Up Without a Net TV series, airs on Monday nights at 10.15 on Sky Atlantic. Did I say that wrong? How do they say 10.15? They are 22.15. <laughs> It's 2215. It is 2215. Yeah, 2215. Yeah, right. Which is, you'd right. think you think a imperialistic country like America would you be when using I'm there, the I spend, military time. When I'm there, I spend all of my time thinking about well, what time it is there and, and what time like, it is back I'm always home. adding and subtracting. <laughs> freak that way. Kelly's OCD. plugs. Podcast, Waking from the American Dream on the Smodcast Network. Uh, iTunes, right? Yeah, iTunes. Uh, Siri- Sirius XM show, The Kelly Carlin Show, on know? Channel 400. I did it. A mm-hmm. uh, little thing on there called Carlin's Corner. Yeah, that's the channel. That's our 24-7 George Carlin Sirius XM channel. That's awesome. Yeah. And your nationally touring solo show, Carlin Home Companion, directed by this gentleman. Uh, goes back on to tour, resumes in the spring. You go out on tour with her? Uh, it's not, is it a tour, actually? Or uh, is it, it it'll be a, a tour next year. We're going to do yeah, some yeah, yeah. some gigs this year, you know, kind of building up for a bigger tour next yeah. year. Okay, mm-hmm. well, uh, speaking of things that are bigger... <laughs> oh, wait, did you mention Kelly's book? We're taking Segway. up the show. Like what about your book? I'm writing it. It's oh, not she's even, writing a book. I'm in the middle so, of it. I'm working on out. it. Yeah, thank you. Pester her about it. No, don't. At Kelly underscore Carlin. <laughs> Kelly Carlin is blocked. Whoever is Kelly Carlin, her account is blocked. She's like not having anybody. No, you know what it is? I didn't know at the beginning of Twitter that it would be a dorky to have an underscore. I just thought, I need a space between my two names. And so I put an underscore. I don't know who Kelly Carlin is. But somebody is. else grabbed actual Kelly Carlin. I'm sure. They're probably, it's probably it's, a porn site. And it's a locked. It's locked. Is it locked? Yeah. Why do people do that on Twitter? Why do you lock it your account? Sense. Like, you know, why go on it and then lock it? This whole problem Stay would be home. solved if they made the underscore <laughs> easier on the keypad. That it's so true. None of this. Would I be never right. know where it is. It's always a pain in the ass. Yeah, and on the phone, you got to go through like three keyboards to get to it. Now you have to watch a magic trick. God damn okay. it! <laughs> <laughs> it's game time. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot Doug was here. <laughs> It's like our house. Okay. So, guys, I've got some classic movie posters here. They're tiny. High Noon, uh, Fargo, Princess Bride. So, Kelly, I'm going to have you go through those and Uh pick one out. Paul, you can help. I'm going to turn and stare Mm -hmm. into space. I'm going to pick that one. 
It's a little obvious. Okay. And when you found it, put it on top of the pile and uh, have it turn so you can see the list that's on the back. Okay. All right. You got that? Yes, I do. All right. I'm going to have you read through those titles that are on. Do you see yours on there? Ah, yes, I do. Okay, read through them in any order. Just make sure that you say all of them. Oh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, Maltese Falcon, A Nightmare on Elm Street, High Noon, The Godfather, Fargo, Taxi Driver, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, he's just smoking, Apocalypse Now, (laughs) Annie Hall, Titanic, (laughs) Forrest Gump, It's a Wonderful Life, Toy Story, the Matrix, King Kong. All right, I like it. I think you went with The Godfather. Nice choice. Did you know that? How the fuck do you know that? How the I tried, like, when I was reading it, like, make that one more casual or not more casual. Make it the same. Thank you. What? He's a wizard! <laughs> He tried to do that trick in front of six stone people uh, a couple nights ago, and we couldn't get through it. It was too complicated. You need something where you just be visual. So you guys you win the internet until at midnight, a show, by the way, that I'm going to be on Monday night at midnight on Comedy Central. Man, that looks like a fun show. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so much fun to mm-hmm. do. And go to DougLovesMovies.com for all my uh, tour date deets and links. Thank you, Paul Provenza and Kelly Thank Carlin. You. Thank you, Doug Benson. What a delightful... We're going to have to make this a two-parter and do it again I soon. I think so. Yeah, because we... Uh, a lot of stuff we barely get scraped into. the surface. Have you had um, Tommy Chong on? He has not been on yet, no. Oh, you must. Don't I you know. Think? I've, I've, uh, the I've been entertained by his stories because he sat in uh, quite a bit on the marijuana logs. Oh, yeah, right. When right. we were doing that. And uh, so backstage, he'd tell us stuff and... Uh, it was always uh, very entertaining. Never smoked with him, though, because the entire time I worked with him, he was on uh, probation. Right, right. And I didn't want to go back to jail. I, I can't say that I blame him. <laughs> well, but, you know, uh, he, he did the uh, therapy for his cancer, and it's been very, very successful. Oh, yes, How? yes, of course. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I didn't interesting. know he was dealing Dude's with had a lot. He's done a lot in his life. Wow. He's yeah. got a very interesting story, and also, you know, can really claim... Uh, to be a huge part of the whole movement for uh, legalization in general, like his, he's still uh, and free speech too. He's been associated with, some, with yeah, some of really interesting stuff going around the free speech thing. Like he was he, um, the uh, big piece of evidence in the case against him in the uh, bong sale, um, which he did prison time for. They brought up their movies from thirty years ago as evidence for his character. It's like a huge free hmm. speech issue right wow. there. Wow, interesting. Yeah, real fun note to go out on. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> hey, let me remind you. <laughs> See you next Wednesday.